Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hoping Wish I Sparrows on the show. And I've got my darling daughter Bipsy here with me again today. Um, and today I want to chat to you about handicrafts and what we have done, why it's important and what we are currently doing. Say hi Bipsy. Hello everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hope everyone's having a delightful day. Yeah, we are. Um, we had a day. A bit tiring but um, it went well. I'm, I'm happy about how it went. So today we did, wait, first let's start off with why handicrafts are important. Um, <clears throat> so I'll, I'll take this part because Bipsy apparently does not know so now she will know. <laughs> um, handicrafts I think are a very important part of homeschool because a lot of kids end up at the end of their school careers, um, they go out into the world and they literally cannot make themselves a sandwich. Um, they can't fry an egg. They um, they can't stitch a hem onto a pair of pants. They can't uh, do pretty basic things that used to be mandatory. I mean, my parents also remember had um, I can't remember exactly what they called it at when they were still at school, but. Um, they had these life skill training sessions that they had at school and all the girls had learned how to sew, all the boys learned woodwork and I mean I'm all for gender equality and all that jazz but you know what, um, I think boys and girls kind of need to learn how to do basic things like cook for themselves. Yeah, because um, you can't really go off with McDonald's or KFC or yeah. stuff like that, you're going to have to You need to, because firstly, McDonald's is going to kill your budget. It's going to cost you way too much to live yes. for, and it's really not healthy. If you look at the all the junk that they throw into that food. <coughs> no, not only the the sugar, it's the it's the fake meat and the stale buns and the. I mean, if you if there's a, I can't remember if I showed you that hamburger that's like 20 years old that still looks good as new. I'll show you. Remind me. Um, where they put a hamburger, I think it was a McDonald's burger, that they put into a packet and they kept it for like 20 years and it still looks like the day when they bought it. Obviously the lettuce is, uh, I, don't, I can't remember if it had lettuce on it, I think it was only a patty bun and like little gherkins or something, but um, it's it's not proper, it's not real meat, you don't know what they throw into that, so um, if you... Know if it's been processed. The thing is, once the kids get out of the house and they go off to college or they go and live on their own or they move to a different country or whatever, they can't be eating junk. They need to be able to cook for themselves. And I mean, girls eventually will hopefully become mothers. They will hopefully um, have their own families and they need to be able to cook for those families, especially for yeah. babies. You need to make them proper yeah. food. I mean, we do baby led weaning, so baby eats what we eat. Um, and, um, <laughs> except curry. <laughs> yeah, because that's something else you But um, me, me still being a child, I mean, I, I know a lot of cooking already, mm. mainly because my dad loves, or yeah. I don't know, I don't know where he stands on the cooking now, but he, your dad cooks very well. Yeah, he, he, cooks, he really cooks really well, and he's also a great teacher as well. Some mornings when it's 
So babes, so you can cook for, for the sisters, yeah. Babes, you can cook yeah. breakfast. Yeah, and sometimes I also have to make pasta for us for lunch. And I think it's a good skill to have. I've taught them how to make bread. They know the basics on how to make. Dad makes more proper scrambled eggs. Dad, yeah. dad does it slow and steady. Mommy whacks everything into a pan and just gets it done. Yeah, and just cooks but... it on six. And then, uh, two minutes later, hey kids, come. So done. her breakfast is ready. But um, look, they get fed. Okay. Even with boys, I think if you if you think of how many boys can actually cook nowadays. The best way to a girl's heart is through her stomach. Um, instead of men, but it's the same thing for a girl. I mean, one day, if your boy can cook a good meal for a woman, that's kind of where I came from. I couldn't boil an egg. I literally burned water when I just got <laughs> married. I could. I the one time I literally burnt a pot full of water. Um, I still don't know how I got it right, but I'm very, very grateful for a husband who taught me how to cook and how to, uh, you know, to, to love cooking. Um, I'm still getting there. I'm not the first one on, yeah, let's cook supper, but um, I'm getting there and I'm finding new things exciting. I find it exciting how to make especially Lebanese food now because he's part Lebanese and you know, getting into the cultural, you know, getting into the whole cultural thing of, I mean, we made khabasa the other night. So good. Now it's a staple in the house. Probably yeah. something I never knew how to make. Now it's one of those quick weeknight meals. So now finally I, I enjoy cooking and I'm very grateful for our husband who taught me. And um, <clears throat> other handicrafts are also really, I think, needed. Uh, like basic sewing, uh, basic knitting, crocheting, woodwork, leatherwork. All of those things are, <clears throat> are getting phased out a lot of those skills are going lost and um, I think a lot of people are making some good money from utilizing these artisan skills that most of the population can't do so if your child has a love of woodwork or leatherworking there are only a handful of people who do that so yeah, who can help you teach you yeah but also it's a, it's a good niche market when they want to start up their own business one day for them to do this thing because not a lot of people out there are doing it anymore so i think that's also good um it's it's a good one i think or it's a good reason to to learn a skill like that um so a few of the skills or a few of the handicrafts that we have done in the past are gardening we started up the garden we we started up the garden properly this this last summer learned a lot um, about composting, about companion planting, about what works, what doesn't. Um, the chickens apparently love pumpkins, so <laughs> we we had to make a few plants to keep the to, to keep the um, little seedlings and the pumpkins out of chicken reach. Uh, that's very exciting. Um, <laughs> and we've also done. Uh, we also figured out. <laughs> We also, uh, we also did some research into back to Eden gardening and how, how that works with the whole mulching process and look, it doesn't work 100%, it doesn't keep the weeds completely out, I still have grass sprouting through some of my beds, but um, we, get, we get wood shavings from a local supplier uh, 
uh, that we that we put over our gardening beds and this keeps in the moisture and it keeps the plants hydrated especially in our crazy hot summers uh, it keeps the plants growing very nicely so i'm happy we learned about that and we had so much rock in it that when we started we cooking still have a lot of rock we still have a lot of rock we started off with cooking last year as one of our because we have different handicraft every term so we had cooking as one of our handicrafts and then the kids loved it so much they didn't want to let it go so it's turned into an every friday we cook thing um so we've got at the moment we're doing cooking and quilting as our handicraft so quilting is our rotational a handicraft that's going to change again next term but we're sticking with the cooking and then last week we made because uh, we're trying to make things every week that ties in with the Torah portions so last week we read the story of the creation of um, the beginning and we read about all the plants and how everything was made for us as food so we used the pesto from the garden uh, well we used the rocket and the basil from the garden to make pesto and what else did we <laughs> the thing you really used the basil and the that's the pesto that's yeah. the pesto it's because um, we made we made homemade pasta and then we filled it using the pesto uh, that we made from the stuff in the garden and so gardening's been quite an experience and then we also did survival last year Bexie what all did you do? we learned about um, how to um, build a shower I had like a 
that's over, you know, it's, it's different. It's, it's a lot of stress and it's a, it's a lot of things that you have to kind of teach yourself. But um, we're trying to also teach them from a young age to, you know, to be business people, to, to have a proper brand, how to conduct yourself as a businesswoman, not to scam people, not to, you know, to, to handle your business in an ethical manner. And, to oh, product development and um, I don't know, market research and several things. And Bebsi is now, uh, we were talking in this week, where she's been doing for Amberly Handmade, she's been doing um, the coloring books, which she's really enjoying. We need to do a few more of those. She wants to expand her range a little bit. And then she also used to do wire wrap necklaces, but now she's telling me in the week, yes, um, yesterday we had a little bit of a meltdown. She told me, no, but mom, you want me to do the necklaces. Fine, I'll do the necklaces. And well, I just tell her, listen, I don't want you to do the necklaces because you think I want you to do those. I want you to find your own way. I'm here to assist. I'm here to help. I'm here to, uh, you know, to guide you and to do quality control. But I'm not here to tell you this is what you will do for your business because it's not my business. Um, then she told me she wants to start doing little. Firstly, what? Uh, okay. Yes. Dancing with 
to dancing, the dancing is really a handicraft. We are learning how to dance as part of art. So we're doing, what, what are we doing? We are learning to do um, um, salsa and um, what's waltzing. And ballet. Yeah. And ballet. And I'm really enjoying it. Um, the thing is with handicraft, don't just teach the kiddies something that they can monetize one day. I read a thing the other day about um, we we shouldn't just be doing things like I mean moms it's it's especially important for moms too to do a handicraft, not necessarily what you're doing with the kids, but to do something for yourself, be that journaling, be that uh, writing, be that knitting or crocheting or whatever, but to do something for yourself and just because you enjoy it, you shouldn't have to do things to get so good at it to be able to monetize it. You can, and I actually love this when I read it, you can knit badly, you can sing off key, you can write things other people don't understand, you can, as long as you enjoy what you are doing, it's worth it, right? It's like you with the drawing, Bixie, you love drawing, and sometimes you're very critical of yourself, you're honestly I think too critical of yourself at times but you still enjoy it and you're still learning a lot and you're still experimenting and trying new techniques and um, you know overcoming these these mental blocks that you have um, against certain things and I'm very proud of you for that. Yeah. Really really very proud. Um, so don't just learn a handicraft for the sake of monetizing it. If you can monetize it great if it can give your kids opportunity later in life to make money to provide for their families great but also handicrafts every time you learn something new it opens up a new pathways in your brain it's like a, a remember like i told you with memory techniques and things like when you a bundu bush or a bundu bash through a felt the first time with your bongo it's going to be really hard to carve out path next time you go through it's a little easier next time you go through it's a little easier and after you've been through that a hundred times that path is smooth and in the same way it's the easiest thing ever it's like a slice of bread like a slice of bread yeah so I don't, I don't know what the actual saying is must be a piece of cake <laughs> so I think with Hanicroft it's the same thing whenever you challenge your brain it's like a boopsie talk to self how to run not only with her right hand but also with her left yeah it's like with Leonardo da Vinci his left hand he drew his design, his inventions and with his right hand he wrote down yeah and he could and he could write back in front too yeah. so i think when you challenge yourself with things like handicrafts or uh, with creative processes or whatever it opens up new pathways in your brain and it, it helps you to use your brain more creatively and more efficiently i think because it's like any I mean, Bipsy does MMA, so for example, during the holidays when you didn't practice, you you became a little bit more stiff. So after the first day back of practice, you were really sore the next day, you said. So in the same ways with our brains, is if we if we practice it and if we keep our brains active, if we um, you know if we if we um, keep them fit. It's a lot easier to think creatively and it's a lot easier to um, do things that are outside of your that are outside of your comfort zone. Okay? Yeah. yeah, I think I think that pretty much covers the whole handicrafts thing. Um, we spoke about a few things that are not necessarily qualified as handicrafts.
many girls, but they kind of still fall in with um, like entrepreneurship and uh, dancing. Because if you truly love dancing, you could make a career out of it. You could. It's it's a handy thing to know. It is. One day you're gonna hopefully. Um, it's beautiful. Well, not beautiful. It's a, <laughs> a, 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 um, a a gentle, kind husband. <laughs> Standing man, and you will have to dance at your wedding. And then you will know how to dance Vietnam waltz or salsa, but preferably not ballet. Um, <laughs> that would just be kind of weird. But you would be able to do your wedding dance because you learned how to dance while you were in high school. And I think it's a very important part of the homeschooling day not to only do the, the you know work of like math and writing and reading, but to also do the science and geography but also to do the fun stuff like art and dancing and handicrafts and um, those those more right brain activities yeah I think that's it thank you very very much Bixie for, for chatting with me about this I'm, I'm loving this because it feels like I'm getting to know you better too which yeah, it's, it's good I'm enjoying it thanks for joining everyone and we'll see you next time let me know if there's any handicrafts that you still want to learn or that you have learned and already enjoyed uh, you're welcome to also go and comment on my Facebook page on Sparrowhead Academy or you can friend me Michelle Marburg and um, go check out Lexi's page I'm really handmade on Facebook and you're also welcome to go check out her YouTube channel The Super Sisters um, you just won't find it easily because there is a different channel called yeah. Two. There's also another channel um, that's similar kind name. Of, yeah. So just just keep looking. If you can't find it, let me know and I'll, I'll send you a link. Yeah, um, find, I will send you guys a link of one of the videos. Yeah, go go like and subscribe on her channel, please. She's trying to throw that. <laughs> and thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.